0: Testing, testing, one, two, testing, one, two, three, testing, one, two, three, testing, one two three one two one two three one two three okay, testing, one, two, three, so we'll come back to a part two, as per Michael Banks usual, this is part two by myself, let's just call this the setback. So let's just call this video the where i've been. So there're probably four things that correlate and make up Michael Banks as an existence. One is his visual mediums. Uh that being said, I've always been interested and I've always been a creative person and I've always loved everything from cartoons to comics to Movies surrounding the supernatural and the science fiction aspects of the world, the MCU, anime, DC, various DC TV shows and whatnot, um, other various different TV shows and things that I've come across over the years, I've always been amazed and drawn towards them because of not only the escapism that comes with those realities, but also just idolizing them and being saying because when I was younger at least I wanted to be the next Stan Lee I wanted when I was in my 75 years old that the storylines and ideas that I had created I'd be on the red carpet spoiling oh yeah 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 yeah. y'all gonna see Captain America 4 real real soon probably like uh, what was it what did he say on that what did Kevin say on that call I think it was June 23rd he said that movie co- yeah June 23rd Yep, yep, yep. Expect to see him team up with Daredevil and fin- Oh, I'm not supposed to say any of that. Oh, that was a sport. Oh. That's the guy I wanted to be. I wanted to be him. That that was when I was younger at least. But then I got into the filmmaking aspect of it. Not just creating stories and comics and and and, and books and whatnot, but also creating just straight up just films. And I kind of fell in love with the idea of uh stage fighting at a certain extent and fell in love with the medium of just creating a project as a whole. Um, I won't say that I'm fully in love with the project. I won't say that I'm fully in love with the idea of filmmaking yet. I'm still figuring that out myself. All I know is that I can't imagine myself doing any other job or any other thing in my career for the rest of my life that doesn't require me to put my hands on a camera or, or set up a microphone. (coughs) Third thing is my health. Um, I am a self diagnosed ADHD patient, which is basically just the fact of that there's a lot of there's some studies done online. I'm probably gonna try to find a screenshot of patients with ADHD testing. Testing one, two, testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three. Okay. Testing one, two, three. So, welcome back to a part two. As per Michael Banks' usual, this is part two by myself. Let's just call this the setback who did not really receive well amongst fans um i personally was like eh, i mean it's all right she kind of cool like she like like she's kind of cool or whatever but it's like i wasn't like super Excited for the film, didn't exactly enjoy the film. Marvel did not really do a good job with their female audiences in their films and their female-led films. Captain Marvel, the Black Widow film, both of those were kind of a letdown at a certain extent. Um, but at least Black Widow has an excuse. uh COVID was their excuse. Um, uh, Captain Marvel don't got no excuses at all about why that movie was kind of like meh at best, but. Um, hopefully the second movie will do better than the first one did and hopefully it will give more character development and more emphasis and more like depth to her actual storyline as far as what present day carol danvers is up to and what that what her what she's doing but we're gonna take a big drastic turn moving into the fall not only is it gonna be a huge gap in between july 23rd and when this next movie comes out in november november 3rd if i'm not Testing testing one two testing one two three. testing one two three. testing one two three one two one two three one two three. Testing okay. testing one um, yeah. two testing one two three. testing one two three. testing one two three one two one two three, one two three. Okay. Testing one, two, three. So we'll come. Testing. Testing one, two. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. testing one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two, three. one, two, three. One, Okay. Testing one, two, three. So, welcome back to a part two. As per Michael Banks' usual, this is part two by myself. Let's just call this the setback. So, let's just call this video the where I've been. So, there are probably four things that correlate and make up Michael Banks as an existence one is his visual mediums uh that being said i've always been interested and i've always been a creative person and i've always loved everything from cartoons to comics to movies surrounding the supernatural and the science fiction aspects of the world the mcu anime dc various dc tv shows and whatnot. other various different TV shows and things that I've come across over the years I've always been amazed and drawn towards them because of not only the escapism that comes with those realities but also just idolizing them and being saying because when I was younger at least I wanted to be the next Stan Lee I wanted when I was in my 75 years old that the storylines and ideas that I had created I'd be on the red carpet, spoiling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all gonna see Captain America 4 real, real soon. Probably like, uh, what was it? What did he say on that? What did Kevin say on that call? I think it was June 23rd. He said that movie? Co- yeah, June 23rd. Yup, yup, yup. Expect to see him team up with Daredevil Amp, and... Testing. Testing, one, two. Testing, one, two, three. Testing, one, two, three. testing one two three one two. Three, one, two. One, two, three. One, two, three. Okay. Testing. One, two, three. So we'll come back to a part two. As per Michael Banks usual, this is part two by myself. Let's just call this the setback. So let's just call this video the where I've been. So there are probably four things that correlate and make up Michael Banks as an existence. One is his visual mediums, Uh, that being said, I've always been interested, and I've always been a creative person, and I've always loved everything from cartoons to comics to movies surrounding the supernatural and the science fiction aspects of the world, the MCU, anime, DC, various DC TV shows and whatnot, Um, other various different TV shows and things that I've come across over the years. I've always been amazed and drawn towards them because of not only the escapism that comes with those realities but also just idolizing them and being saying because when I was younger at least I wanted to be the next Stan Lee I wanted when I was in my 75 years old that the storylines and ideas that I had created I'd be on the red carpet spoiling oh yeah 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 y'all gonna see Captain America 4 real real soon probably like uh, what was it what did he say on that what did Kevin say on that call? I think it was June twenty third. He said that movie. Co- yeah, June twenty third. Yep, yup, yep. Expect to see him team up with Daredevil and. Fan- oh, I'm not supposed to say any of that. Oh, that was a sport. Oh, that's the guy I wanted to be. I wanted to be him. That that was when I was younger, at least. But then I got into the filmmaking aspect of it, not just creating stories and comics and and and, and books and whatnot, but also creating. Just straight up just films and I kind of fell in love with the idea of uh, stage fighting at a certain extent and fell in love with the medium of just creating a project as a whole. Um, I won't say that I'm fully in love with the project. I won't say that I'm fully in love with the idea of filmmaking yet. I'm still figuring that out myself. All I know is that I can't imagine myself doing any other job or any other thing in my career for the rest of my life. That doesn't require me to put my hands on a camera or, or set up a microphone. <coughs> Third thing is my health. Um I am a self-diagnosed ADHD did not really receive well amongst fans, um, I personally was like, eh, I mean, it's alright, she kind of cool, like she like, like she's kind of cool or whatever, but it's like I wasn't like super excited for the film, didn't exactly enjoy the film. Marvel did not really do a good job with their female audiences in their films and their female led films. Captain Marvel, the Black Widow film, both of those were kind of a letdown at a certain extent. Um but at least Black Widow has an excuse. Uh COVID was their excuse. Um uh Captain Marvel don't got no excuses at all about why that movie was kinda of like meh at best. But Um, hopefully the second movie will do better than the first one did and hopefully it will give more character development and more emphasis and more like depth to her actual storyline as far as what present day Carol Danvers is up to and what that what her what she's doing but we're gonna take a big drastic turn moving into the fall not only is it gonna be a huge gap in between July 23rd and when this next movie comes out in November November 3rd, if I'm not mistaken. That's a 3, not a, not a th- 8. That's a 3. November 3rd, 2023. The Daywalker walks again. Maharsha Ali takes the stage as my nigga Blade. Yes, he is back. I cannot wait to see him again. I All I want is for, uh, what's his name? Wesley Snipes to have a cameo. If Wesley Snipes has a cameo, that would make it all the better. But this Blade movie is going to be very interesting because you went from immediately multiversal, multiversal, Kane the Conqueror, Loki and time travel, Miss Marvel and the Marvels are going out into the universe to fight whoever the heck they're going to fight and whatever cosmic beings they're going to fight and then immediately jump into vampires, MCU, blood, gore, heavy action. I swear on everything I love. If this movie is PG-13, if this movie does not have blood, and gore on scorsese tortino uh, uh scorsese martin tarantino type of level situation i will have a problem with the mcu i want straight hands in the mcu and honestly i think this blade movie and i think a project that i'm going to talk about in just a moment are both going to give me what i want in the mcu which is just straight hands also I heavily expect to see that we might get to see a Moon Knight cameo within this series, Um, either at the end of the series or maybe a team-up of some sorts. Um, Moon Knight, Blade, Ghost Rider, maybe Doctor Strange uh, at a certain extent, maybe even Mordo because 616 Mordo is still walking around here somewhere. Um, uh, Maybe a member of the Runaways or the Cloak and Dagger, something along those lines, but I definitely, or, or Kit Dunn's character from the end of Eternals, all those characters I expect to see at a certain extent. Forming a certain along the lines of a Midnight Suns, and I think that Mahersha Ali's Blade character is going to fill in as the leader role as they do that. Um, I think if it isn't him, it's definitely going to be along the lines of a what would you call it? Um, Mark Specter um, Moon Knight being the leader of that character, but I can see him and Blade sort of filling in as this like this duo combo type of situation that meet these other. Um, mystical, extra-dimensional characters such as a Ghost Rider, such as a Mordo, such as a, uh, maybe um, Mother Grimm, or is it Mother Grimm or Sister Grimm? I think it's Sister Grimm from The Runaways, Nico Minoru, all those other characters, and having them come together to form the Midnight Suns team within the MCU um another thing that we're i'm going to talk about in just a moment as far as magic stuff is the coven of chaos i think that's going to be interesting dude what did not really receive well amongst fans um i personally was like "Eh, i mean it's all right she kind of cool like she like like she's kind of cool or whatever but it's like i wasn't like super excited for the film, didn't exactly enjoy the film. Marvel did not really do a good job with their female audiences in their films and their female led films. Captain Marvel, the Black Widow film, both of those were kind of a letdown at a certain extent. Um but at least Black Widow has an excuse. Uh COVID was their excuse. Um uh Captain Marvel don't got no excuses at all about why that movie was kinda like meh at best. But um, hopefully the second movie will do better than the first one did, and hopefully it will give more character development and more emphasis and more like depth to her actual storyline as far as what present day Carol Danvers is up to and what that what her what she's doing. But we're gonna take a big drastic turn moving into the fall. Not only is it gonna be a huge gap in between July twenty third and when this next movie comes out in November. November 3rd, if I'm not mistaken, that's a 3, not a, not a th- 8, that's a 3. November 3rd, 2023, the day Walker walks again. Maharsha Ali takes the stage as my nigga Blade. Yes, he is back. I cannot wait to see him again. I, all I want is for, uh, what's his name? Wesley Snipes to have a cameo. If Wesley Snipes has a cameo, that would make it all the better. But this Blade movie is going to be very interesting because you went from immediately multiversal, multiversal, Kane the Conqueror, Loki and time travel, Miss Marvel and the Marvels are going out into the universe to fight whoever the heck they're going to fight and whatever cosmic beings they're going to fight and then immediately jump into vampires, MCU, blood, gore, heavy action. I swear on everything I love. If this movie is PG-13, if this movie does not have blood, and gore on scorsese tortino uh uh scorsese martin tarantino type of level situation i will have a problem with the mcu i want straight hands in the mcu and honestly i think this blade movie and i think a project that i'm going to talk about in just a moment are both going to give me what i want in the mcu which is just straight hands also I heavily expect to see that we might get to see a Moon Knight cameo within this series, um, either at the end of the series or maybe a team-up of some sorts. Um, Moon Knight, Blade, Ghost Rider, maybe Doctor Strange uh, to a certain extent, maybe even Mordo because 616 Mordo is still walking around here somewhere. Um uh maybe a, a member of the runaways or the cloak and dagger or something along those lines but i definitely or, or kit dunn's character from the end of eternals all those characters i expect to see at a certain extent forming a certain along the lines of a midnight suns and i think that mahersha ali's blade character is going to fill in as the leader role as they do that um i think if it isn't him it's definitely going to be along the lines of a what would you call it um Mark Spector, um, Moon Knight being the leader of that character, but I can see him and Blade sort of filling in as it's like this duo combo type of situation that meet these other um, mystical, extra-dimensional characters such as a Ghost Rider, such as a Mordo, such as a uh, maybe um, Mother Grimm, or is it Mother Grimm or Sister Grimm? I think it's Sister Grimm from the Runaways, Nico Minoru. All those other characters and having them come together to form the Midnight Suns team within the MCU. Um, another thing that we're I'm going to talk about in just a moment as far as magic stuff is the Coven of Chaos. I think that's going to be interesting. Um, Ironheart. I don't know what to expect from this Ironheart TV show. If I'm being absolutely honest, there are two things that I have to theorize about this Ironheart TV series. The Ironheart TV series is going to touch on the company side of things. I may even expect to see what's going to happen um, as far as what's going on with Happy Hogan, um, with uh, Pepper Potts, with uh, Stark Enterprises, or maybe even other companies such as something along the lines of maybe a Osborne Corp. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe something like that. Get an Osborne cameo real quick. I mean, it is a black-led, female-led TV show. You know, we could get a black Harry Osborne, just show up to MIT real quick, like like Kevin. Kevin. Kevin, are you are you listening? Uh, black 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 Harry Osborne, you 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 got him in the freshman year. Can we can we get him in the in in, in Ironheart Make a cameo real quick. I don't know yet. Also, hold on, hold on, hold the phone, hold the phone. I just remember this. I just remember this. I just remembered this. Hold on, give me just a moment. Hamilton. Because I do not know this boy's name to save my life. No, 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 no. Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos was announced to be a member of the Ironheart cast some months back. He was said to be in the cast. Anthony Ramos series on Disney Plus exclusive. Heist star has entered the MCU. Sources tell deadline that he is set for... What does it say? He is set for a key role in Marvel's Ironheart series. Why do I say that? Why do I say that? Because Anthony Ramos looks like he could be Black, but also looks like he'd be something else as well too. So, what if he's the MCU equivalent to Harry Osborn? What if he's Harry's? What if he's Harry Osborn in the MCU? Given that he could go to MIT alongside the likes of a Peter Parker and uh, uh and uh riri williams in the mcu we could be seeing i think anthony is anthony ramos playing freaking harry osborne like come on like guys for like for real like hear me hear me out for a second here is anthony ramos playing harry osborne i don't know how i feel about that right now this Riri Williams. oh okay Okay, also, um we gotta talk about the elephant in the room, which is where in the world where in the world did they find Dominique Thorne? Like like I have uh, <laughs> I can't I can't be the only person <laughs> That saw that Wakanda Forever trailer and and had and not after the first time watching it, but maybe that second or third time watching that trailer, you watch that trailer and you see Shuri dap up Reaver and you like you stop you like hold on, hold on wait a minute, Wakanda got cake, hold on wait, since when when did Wakanda get I mean like don't get me wrong, like, Nakia is bad and whatever, Koye too, I mean, she she's kind of bad, but like, when did they get cake like that? Hold on. Dom- yeah, Dominique, Th- oh, listen. The MCU, this is a whole other conversation that I'm saving for that Phase 4 video because that's where I want to go with that, but the MCU has been doing a really good job of adding some really good casting and story and actual like well-developed stories for some female characters that i'm like just like not only is it like man like representation on the color part representation on the female part representation on like just having them like a good story they're not like like real cliche or generic or whatever but on top of that it's like dang you brought her in the MCU Dap up my nigga Kevin real quick, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, solid work! But at the end of the day, uh, Imani V, uh, v she got my name, I- Imani. You, you have my heart and soul. Like, okay, yeah, like I might, I might take a double look. I might take it. I have been saying her name all this entire time, and I feel so bad, Iman Villani, Iman Villani, Iman. You got my heart and soul. Like, yes, I might. I'm, you may have to take my phone. You may have to make sure that I'm not following Dominique Thorne, which I probably won't if we're going to come into a relationship. But at the same time, I'm just going to leave you as my whole screen. That's all I'm going to do. So every time I'm looking at that, I'm just going to be like, you know what, let me just stare at my phone. Remember what I got at home waiting on me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Iman, please hit me up. Like, Like, please. Like. Do I need to get WhatsApp? Do Do I need to get WhatsApp? Cause I I will download WhatsApp. I will download that if I have to. Um. Yeah, something else that I'm interested in, is, as far as of this, uh, this Ironheart series, is whether or not this is going to be a cross between that and the Armor Wars series, because we haven't heard anything about Don Cheeto's armor war series they announced it they never gave us a date about it i swear on everything i love if don cheeto does not get an actual story development because i swear on everything i can't i was not going to use this word but like he literally is if this nigga don't get actual character development in the mcu i swear on on god on god and it's the perfect storyline to do it because yes you could do it with pepper yes you could do it with morgan yes you could do it with um, with with happy, but who is the one person since OG day one, 2008, been saying, "Hey yo, Tony, like bro, you a genius billionaire, your mind, you brilliant, bro." But this whole Iron Man thing, bro, we need to get on top of this and stay ahead of it because if somebody else, not like you or less responsible than you, which is really hard to do, gets their hands on this tech, we got problems. Which is the whole concept of Iron Man 2. Um, I not Iron Man 3 per se, um, Iron Man 2, uh, Age of Ultron, Civil War, the Soviet Accords, and then moving forward, could be the plot, for the, the Iron Heart series, this Armor Wars series could be melded in, they could have said, man we don't really know where we're going to get the chance to fit in the Armor Wars series, within what we have going for the MCU moving forward, so why don't we meld in Don Cheeto's character, have him be a mentor figure at a certain extent, to dominique Thorne's riri williams and have those two kind of go back and forth maybe he's even actively investigating her or trying to protect her from the d the dodc the department of damage control because you know they listen they see young folks with superpowers as like i remember this shout outs to ace vein bro for this one skit uh with uh rocky and bullwinkle bro when the cops was pulling up it's like bro we're gonna go in there we're gonna shoot anything that's moving it's like sir they don't have any weapons if they have hands they have weapons if they have hands they are armed that's it that's all that's how they see people with powers especially young individuals they saw two muslim teenagers and said oh yeah yeah, we got to go ahead and just light up the whole block. Bring in everything, special forces, all that. Light up the whole block. Two Muslim kid, two Muslim teenagers with superpowers. Light it up, boys. Light it up. Well, is she Muslim? She is Muslim. But her technical, technical race is Pakistan, Pakistani. Correct. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong about that, because I, I don't like to be uh, technically incorrect about those types of things, because I would hate for somebody to do to what did not really receive. Well, amongst fans, Um, I personally was like, eh, I mean, it's all right. She kind of cool. Like she like like she's kind of cool or whatever. But it's like I wasn't like super. Excited for the film, didn't exactly enjoy the film. Marvel did not really do a good job with their female audiences in their films and their female-led films. Captain Marvel, the Black Widow film, both of those were kind of a letdown to a certain extent. Um, but at least Black Widow has an excuse. Uh, COVID was their excuse. Um, uh, Captain Marvel don't got no excuses at all about why that movie was kind of like meh at best, but um hopefully the second movie will do better than the first one did and hopefully it will give more character development and more emphasis and more like depth to her actual storyline as far as what present day carol danvers is up to and what that what her what she's doing but we're gonna take a big drastic turn moving into the fall not only is it gonna be a huge gap in between july 23rd and when this next movie comes out in november November 3rd, if I'm not mistaken, that's a three, not a not a th- eight. That's a three. November 3rd, 2023. The Day Walker walks again. Maharsha Ali takes the stage as my nigga Blade. Yes, he is back. I cannot wait to see him again. I all I want is for uh what's his name? Wesley Snipes to have a cameo. If Wesley Snipes has a cameo, that will make it all the better. But this Blade movie is going to be very interesting because you went from immediately multiversal, multiversal, King the Conqueror, Loki and time travel, Miss Marvel and the Marvels are going out into the universe to fight whoever the heck they're going to fight and whatever cosmic beings they're going to fight and then immediately jump into vampires, MCU, blood, gore. Heavy action, I swear. On everything I love, if this movie is PG 13, if this movie does not have blood and gore on Scorsese, Tortino, uh, uh, Scorsese, Martin Tarantino type of level situation, I will have a problem with the MCU. I want straight hands in the mcu and honestly i think this blade movie and i think a project that i'm going to talk about in just a moment are both going to give me what i want in the mcu which is just straight hands also i heavily expect to see that we might get to see a moon knight cameo within this series um either at the end of the series or maybe a team up of some sorts um moon knight blade ghost Rider, maybe dr strange uh, to a certain extent maybe even Mordo because 616 Mordo is still walking around here somewhere um uh maybe a, a member of the runaways or the cloak and dagger or something along those lines but i definitely or, or kit dunn's character from the end of eternals all those characters i expect to see at a certain extent forming a certain along the lines of a midnight suns and i think that mahersha ali's blade character is going to fill in as the leader role as they do that um i think if it isn't him it's definitely going to be along the lines of a, what would you call it um Mark Spector, um, Moon Knight being the leader of that character, but I can see him and Blade sort of filling in as this this duo combo type of situation that meet these other um, mystical, extra-dimensional characters such as a Ghost Rider, such as a Mordo, such as uh, maybe um, Mother Grimm. Or is it Mother Grimm or Sister Grimm? I think it's Sister Grimm from The Runaways. Nico Minoru. All those other characters. And having them come together to form the Midnight Suns team within the MCU. Um, another thing that we're I'm going to talk about in just a moment as far as magic stuff is the Coven of Chaos. I think that's going to be interesting. Um, Ironheart. I don't know what to expect from this Ironheart TV show. If I'm being absolutely honest, there are two things that I have to theorize about this Ironheart TV series. The Ironheart TV series is going to touch on the company side of things. I may even expect to see what's going to happen um, as far as what's going on with Happy Hogan um, with uh pepper Potts, with uh Stark Enterprises or maybe even other companies such as something on the lines of maybe a Osborne Corp. I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe something like that. Get a Osborne cameo real quick. I mean, it is a black led, female led TV show, you know. We could get a black Harry Osborne, just show up to MIT real quick, like like Kevin. 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 Are you are you listening? Uh black 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 Harry Osborne, you, you you got him in the freshman year can we can we get him in the in, in in Ironheart make a cameo real quick I don't know yet also hold on hold on hold the phone hold the phone I just remember this I just remembered this I just remembered this hold on give me just a moment Hamilton cuz I do not know this boy's name to save my life no 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 anthony ramos anthony ramos was announced to be a member of the Ironheart cast some months back he was said to be in the cast anthony ramos series on disney plus exclusive high star has entered the mcu sources tell deadline that he is set for what does it say He is set for a key role in Marvel's Ironheart series. Why do I say that? Why do I say that? Because Anthony Ramos looks like he could be Black, but also looks like he'd be something else as well too. So, what if he's the MCU equivalent to Harry Osborn? What if he's Harry's? What if he's Harry Osborn in the MCU? Given that he could go to MIT alongside the likes of a Peter Parker and a, uh, and a Riri Williams in the MCU, we could be seeing. I think Anthony. Is Anthony Ramos playing freaking Harry Osborn? Like, come on, like guys, for like for real, like hear me, hear me out for a second here. Is Anthony Ramos playing Harry Osborn? I don't know how to feel about that right now. This re-reveals. Oh, okay, okay. Also, um, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Which is, where in the world, where in the world did they find Dominique Thorne? Like, like I have, I, uh, I can't, I can't be the only person that saw that Wakanda Forever trailer and and had to, and not after the first time watching it, but maybe that second or third time watching that trailer. You watch that trailer and you see Sherry dap up Reba and you like, you stop. you like, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wakanda get cake? Hold on. Wait. Since when, when did Wakanda get, I mean like don't get me wrong, like Nakia is bad and whatever, Koye too. I mean, she she kind of bad, but like when did they get cake like that? Hold on. yeah, Dominique. oh, listen, the MCU, this is a whole other conversation that I'm saving for that phase four video because that's where I want to go with that, but the MCU has been doing a really good job of adding some really good casting and story and actual, like, well-developed stories for some female characters that I'm like, like, not only is it like, man, like, representation on the color part representation on the female part representation on like just having them like a good story they're not like like real cliche or generic or whatever but on top of that it's like dang you brought her in the MC dap up my nigga Kevin real quick you know what I'm saying like hey solid work but at the end of the day uh Amani uh V she got my name Imani, you you have my heart and soul. Like, okay, yeah, like I might I might take a double look. I might take it. I have been saying her name wrong this entire time, and I feel so bad. Iman Velani, Iman Villani. Iman, you you got my heart and soul. Like, yes, I might. i you may have to take my phone. You may have to make sure that I'm not following Dominique Thorne, which I probably won't if we wanna up in a relationship. But at the same time. You, I'm just going to leave you as my home screen. That's all I'm going to do. So, every time I'm looking at that, that I'm just going to be like, you know what? Let me just stare at my phone. Remember what I got at home waiting on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, Iman, please hit me up. Like, like, please. Like, do I need to get WhatsApp? Do, do I need to get WhatsApp? Because I, I will download WhatsApp. I will download that if I have to. Um... Yeah, something else that I'm interested in is as far as this, uh, this Ironheart series is whether or not this is going to be a cross between that and the Armor War series. Because we haven't heard anything about Don Cheeto's Armor War series. They announced it, they never gave us a date about it. I swear on everything I love, if Don Cheeto does not get an actual story development, because I swear on everything I can't even I was not gonna use this word, but like he literally is. If this nigga don't get actual character development in the MCU, I swear to on God, on God. And it's the perfect storyline to do it. Because yes, you could do it with Pepper. Yes, you could do it with Morgan. Yes, you could do it with um, with with happy, but who is the one person since OG day one, two thousand eight, been saying, "Hey, yo, Tony, like, bro, you a genius billionaire, your mind, you brilliant, bro." But this whole Iron Man thing, bro, we need to get on top of this and stay ahead of it because if somebody else, not like you or less responsible than you, which is really hard to do, gets their hands on this tech, we got problems. Which is the whole concept of Iron Man two. Um, I not Iron Man 3 per se... Um, Iron Man 2... Uh, Age of Ultron... Civil War... The Soviet Accords... And then moving forward... Could be the plot... For the, the Iron Heart series... This Armor Wars series could be melded in... They could have said... Man we don't really know where we're going to get the chance to fit in the Armor Wars series... Within what we have going for the MCU moving forward... So why don't we meld in Don Cheeto's character... Have him be a mentor figure at a certain extent to dominique Thorne's riri williams and have those two kind of go back and forth maybe he's even actively investigating her or trying to protect her from the d the dodc the department of damage control because you know they listen they see young folks with superpowers as like i remember this shout outs to ace vein bro for this one skit uh with uh rocky and bullwinkle bro when the cops was pulling up it's like bro we're gonna go in there we're gonna shoot anything that's moving it's like sir they don't have any weapons if they have hands they have weapons if they have hands they are armed that's it that's all that's how they see people with powers especially young individuals they saw two muslim teenagers and said oh yeah yeah, we got to go ahead and just light up the whole block. Bring in everything, special forces, all that. Light up the whole block. Two Muslim kid, two Muslim teenagers with superpowers. Light it up, boys. Light it up. Well, is she Muslim? She is Muslim. But her technical, technical race is Pakistan, Pakistani. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong about that, because I, I don't like to be uh, technically incorrect about those types of things, because I would hate for somebody to to look at me and say, oh, you must be Jamaican. What, 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 what says, what to me says that I'm from Jamaica, bro? Come on, come on. Um, Yeah, that all being said, in contrast to that, a young black girl, a young genius black girl with Iron Man's tech, and you know she's going to get her hands on some nanotech. She's she's about to go. Uh, uh, what is it? Sit up in Wakanda uh, during they movie. So she, what is it? They finna see. They'd be like a young nigga with nanotech and star tech. Somebody send the DoDC off at this nigga. Just like, like yeah. So Don Shido being there either to protect her or to investigate her on behalf of the DoDC because he has a certain amount of history with Iron Man tech. This could move forward into the future. This could also introduce other characters, such as maybe the Living Laser, or an extremist character, or something along the lines of maybe like a, um, I forget what Homeboy's name is. He's like Obadiah Stain's son, or some something like that, or something like that. Um, those characters are all one of those characters, or something along those characters, or something along the lines of those characters is in the MCU, and that's who they're after. But then they come across Rory Williams, thinking that this character. Is the person that they're after, and X, Y, and Z. You know the, the Marvel shenanigans, X, Y. All that's gonna happen. At, but Dominic Thorne, uh, playing this character, I'm very interested to see what she'll do. I'm very interested to see whether how she's gonna be inclusive into the um, legacy, because Ironheart, at a certain extent, is the Ironheart. Pretty much is the closest thing that we have to a Marvel Iron Man legacy character. Marvel doesn't do as well with that. Marvel, DC is very upfront about it. Like, you got a Superman, Superboy, you got a Batman, you got a Robin, you got a Flash, you got a Kid Flash, you got an Aquaman, you got an Aqualad. Like, that's it, that's all. they. And then all of those characters that I just named at one point or another in the comic books have all taken on the mantle of taking up their their mentors or their parents' identity as the Superman, the Flash, the Batman, the um Aquaman at one given point or another throughout comic book history. So, DC is a little bit different about it. They either have a very a very like stay-put sidekick or a character that comes from their lineage uh 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 become the next version of that character. And then you have the occasional so in the case of characters such as Miss Marvel, Kate Bishop, um, Ironheart, characters who have quite literally absolutely freaking nothing to do with the character, and then they end up becoming the legacy version of that under a different name. You have Kate Bishop Hawkeye, you have Miss Marvel, um, you have Ironheart, and I'm just wondering if she's going to just take up the identity in the same way that... Um, that they're doing with Miss Marvel or with Kate Bishop, where they're going to introduce a character because Tony Stark's dead, so they can't have Robert Downey Jr. up here. Maybe as the hologram. Maybe I don't know if they're going to do the hologram thing or not. Um, but are they going to use Pepper Potts or use a Happy Hogan or use Robert? Uh, or what is it? Don Cheadle's Rhodey as a way to pseudo have her be the legacy character the new iron man the same way that they were kind of exploring that idea in far from home they were like who's going to be the new iron man now that tony stark's dead everyone assumed it would be his apprentice his heir at a certain extent um peter parker um i wonder what they're gonna do with that moving forward just because of how that'll look on paper moving forward with morgan stark but that's a whole nother conversation about the young avengers that we can't even have until we get to kane dynasty stuff I'm interested to see what the Ruby Williams series will do moving forward into the MCU, especially since it's it's going to be another, like, every MCU TV show has its place. Every MCU TV show has its, like, it's either doing one of three things. It's, inter- it's either introducing a new character or aspect into the Marvel Universe, whether it be mystic, cosmic, multiversal, street-level hero, whatever it being. It's going to have groundbreaking applications to the MCU as a whole, something like a Civil War or um, a Multiverse of Madness or a Secret invasions, which I'll talk about later on in a moment. Or the last thing it is is, it's going to be like a, in, in real life, it's going to have major effects where it's like, oh, this is the first uh, black-led movie, Black Panther. This is the first female-led movie, Captain America. I'm not, No, Captain Marvel, I mean. And I feel like they're doing that again with the way that they're introducing Riri Williams and the way that they're introducing a few other different characters. But Riri Williams in particular is going to have a very big precedence because of the fact of that it's like, It's a female-led TV show, of which, currently in the MCU, I think we only have two of those. The WandaVision series and the Miss Marvel show. And, oh no, Kate, I guess you, can you really say that the Kate Bishop show is a female-led TV show? Because it's technically about Kate Bishop getting the mantle, but equally, it's also about Clint Barton coming to terms with everything and handing over the mantle so i don't know yet so that's like 50 50 so like two and a half three if, depending on how you want to see it we have three, 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 three female tv shows she hawk is coming in with a third which is going to be the first like real comedic light tone tv show or light tone mcu show that's like wacky at a certain extent not like how guardians has cut its punchlines and its puns or how goofy thor can be at sometimes in thor three and four this one they said on on their panel for the She-Hulk panel that it's going to be very very light-hearted comedic MCU tone, which that brings me to another thing. We're gonna go into a little bit of a tangent here, but I want I want to go into a little bit of a tangent here. But I'm in the short version is, is that I'm interested to see where Ruby Williams or how it's going to be produced and what the fan reaction is going to be to to another female led T V show about a young black girl coming into a role or coming into a certain a similar aspect as far as like characteristics and and powers and skill sets that she brings to the table to that of a forty something, fifty something year old white dude who pretty much started the MCU. Like there's this one dude on TikTok that I can't remember his name. I'm gonna put this up at some point or screw or record it. Uh I can't remember what his name is, but basically he creates all these videos whenever a new Marvel property or something, or even, I think other, I think he did it for other uh, movies, like DC movie stuff too, whenever they come out, he walks in, and he's like, he's pretending to be like the really like toxic, like uh, Iron Man, RDJ fans or whatever, it's like, um, yeah, this Multiverse of Madness movie better be good, this Spider-Man movie better be good, you know, spider a Tony Stark made Spider-Man in a cave with a box of scrap like he's just kind of making fun of the whole idea that people are so um what is it a stand and and hellbent on the whole um rdj tony stark thing which uh, again no no downing to rdj love this dude but i'm interested to see how that community or how the community as a whole will look at something along the lines of Riri williams in comparison to tony stark in comparison to even maybe even a, a peter parker um who was in far from home the entire plot of far from home was literally is peter going to succeed Iron Man, and become the new Iron Man of the Marvel Universe now that Tony is dead? And the answer to that was, no, I'm Spider-Man. That still leaves a gap. Also, question. Given that this is the state, given that Rhea Williams may be taking over as a legacy character of Iron Man, and then Rhodey will essentially stay as a war machine type figure to a certain extent, how will Iron Lad and or Morgan Stark fit into the picture? because technically speaking it is a deleted scene but you can still imply that it is canon that morgan stark at some point found a way to hack into the soul stone or time travel back just before her father died and speak to him when she was an adult um i forgot who played that character it was a girl from 13 reasons why or whatever it was removed because it's really like out of place as far as the tone of the film itself but I think that's interesting and I can't wait to see what they do moving forward into the MCU because what is, what was, what was Morgan Stark? How old was she? 2023. Morgan Stark. Age. Morgan Stark is five years old. Daughter of Pepper and Tony. If she's anything like her parents, she will be both a life and a life. She will be both life and a genius. I don't know what that means. Says she does appear in the comics, but not in the same form and yada. Five years ago, 2023, that would have been 2018, which is when Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War took place. Okay, yeah. So, four, four to five years old, give or take. That was in 2023. Since then, there has been another um, gap of time period where they're at 2025, 2026. So, Morgan's probably about seven years old, give or take. Um, in contrast, I'm actually going to bring something else up. I'm going on a completely different tangent here. But Thor... Love and Thunder. Where's a little girl from Thor Love and Thunder? Spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen Thor Love and Thunder yet. I'm going to be talking about a character that was shown there at the end of the movie. Towards the end of the movie at a certain extent. No, 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 no. Thor Love and Thunder cast Daughter. yeah daughter of gore who was that oh an actress Elsa palsy wait what wait wait Gore's daughter is played by Indiana Rose Hemsworth, the daughter of Thor himself and actress Elsa pa- Patsky. Oh, his, her mother's name is Patsky. Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, so the little girl at the end of the movie of Thor Love and Thunder is uh, Thor's actual daughter, Indiana Rose, not Indiana, India Rose Hemsworth. Um, Yeah, that's actually really interesting, and I actually really like that. So something that was... I don't know what they called her in the film. I'm not even sure. Mm. Okay, so, okay, so according to this, it says that exploring Enigma Force and how it's been explored, ex- exploring Enigma Force and how it might have been used in the, I don't know what Enigma Force is. I'm going to ex- look that up and figure that out what that is. Um... Chris Hemsworth's actual daughter, India India Rose Hemsworth, uh, Korg's narration states that she has the powers of the god, was born from eternity, and her name is Love, and, and inciting in the fact of this, like, they're known by name, many different names, but they're known mostly as Love and Thunder, Thunder implying the fact that Thor is the god of thunder and she, her name is Love, so... I don't like that name per se. I don't know if it's a nickname or whatever or what that is, but I don't know if it's an implication, but I'm going to call her Torrin. I prefer to call her Torrin, and the reason for that is is that I always love psychic characters, and one of my favorite movies ever is the the next Avengers movie from the mid-2000s. It's a movie about... Um, five superhero children that are raised in a post-apocalyptic Earth that Ultron took over, and most of their parents, who are all Avengers, are all dead. This includes the cap- This includes the following. Uh, Steve Rogers, Captain America, and Natasha Romanoff, the Black Widow, and are dead. And their son preceding them, James Rogers uh, Jr. On top of that, you have, no, James Rogers. Yeah, just James Rogers, because he was named after uh, Bucky. Um, James Buchanan Barnes. But then on top of that, you have uh, Azari, who is the son of Black Panther and Storm. Both of them are dead. Um, you have Pym, Hank Pym Jr., who is the son of Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne. Um, he's so he's the youngest, if I'm not mistaken. And you also had uh, Francis Barden, the son of Clint Barden. And if I'm not mistaken, Mockingjay, but don't quote me on that one. And the last one, the most important one, is Torrent. She is the daughter of Thor, God of Thunder, and Lady Sif from Asgard. So unlike her father, she's like a 15-year-old Asgardian raised on Earth, despite her father being king of Asgard after leaving off world because his father died at some point. He had to take over the throne and whatnot and become part of the Odin force, and all that type of jazz, but he left her on Earth, because he felt as though she needed to understand mor- mortality, and needed to understand humility, and the, what it means to be human, um, so he left her on Earth, instead of staying on Asgard, um, and being raised there, but he also did leave her a little present, you know, he he had a sword force, that's similar to his hammer, but um, um, it, it conjures lightning, and all that jazz, but it's not uh, a hammer, it's a giant sword, like asta from demon slayer size sword well i mean she's kind of big she's a really tall girl but still all that being said Torin was one of my favorite characters i would love to see an adaptation of her in the mcu and that seems to be what they're implying with this character despite her looking completely different from that of what Torin is in the, in the tv show uh in in no in the cartoon movie that that all being said it's literally it's literally hemsworth's own daughter playing a character who has the powers of a god and is it is so powerful herself that she's physically capable of lifting Mjolnir and presumably Stormbreaker as well too. So, hence all of this. So I would love to see what her character goes for it and moves for it in the future as far as characteristics. But that being said, given that her given her age as of right now, given that we won't, I don't know what her age is as far as like in movie because like even as far as in movie we don't even know how old um india hemsworth india hemsworth is 10 years old currently so even as far as characters within the movie uh what's it called so even uh, so, even as far as in, in character in the movie, we don't even know what her actual name is. They just call her Love at the end of the movie, which is like sort of implying the idea of the whole title of the film. But um, as far as real life characters go, you did not really receive well amongst fans. Um, I personally was like, eh, I mean, it's all right. She kind of cool, like she like like she's kind of cool or whatever. But it's like. I wasn't, like, super excited for the film, didn't exactly enjoy the film. Marvel did not really do a good job with their female audiences in their films and their female-led films. Captain Marvel, the Black Widow film, both of those were kind of a letdown to a certain extent. Um, but at least Black Widow has an excuse. Uh, COVID was their excuse. Um, uh, Captain Marvel don't got no excuses at all about why that movie was kind of, like, meh at best. But um, hopefully the second movie will do better than the first one did. And hopefully it will give more character development and more emphasis and more like depth to her actual storyline as far as what present day Carol Danvers is up to and what that, what her, what she's doing. But we're going to take a big drastic turn moving into the fall. Not only is it going to be a huge gap in between July 23rd and when this next movie comes out in November... November 3rd, if I'm not mistaken. That's a 3, not a, not a 8. That's a 3. November 3rd, 2023. The Daywalker walks again. Maharsha Ali takes the stage as my nigga Blade. Yes, he is back. I cannot wait to see him again. I All I want is for, uh, what's his name? Wesley Snipes to have a cameo. If Wesley Snipes has a cameo, that would make it all the better. But this Blade movie is going to be very interesting because you went from immediately multiversal, multiversal, Kane the Conqueror, Loki and time travel, Miss Marvel and the Marvels are going out into the universe to fight whoever the heck they're going to fight and whatever cosmic beings they're going to fight and then immediately jump into vampires, MCU, blood, gore, heavy action. I swear on everything I love. If this movie is PG-13, if this movie does not have blood, and gore on Scorsese, Tortino, uh, uh, Scorsese, Martin Tarantino type of level situation, I will have a problem with the MCU. I want straight hands in the MCU. And honestly, I think this Blade movie, and I think a project that I'm going to talk about in just a moment, are both going to give me what I want in the MCU, which is just straight hands. Also, I heavily expect to see that we might get to see a Moon Knight cameo within this series. Um, either at the end of the series or maybe a team up of some sorts. Um, Moon Knight, Blade, Ghost Rider, maybe Doctor Strange uh, to a certain extent. Maybe even Mordo because 616 Mordo is still walking around here somewhere. Um, uh, maybe an, a member of the Runaways or the Cloak and Dagger, something along those lines. But I definitely, or, or Kit Dunn's character from the End of Eternals. All those characters I expect to see at a certain extent forming a certain along the lines of a Midnight Suns. And I think that Mahersha Ali's Blade character is going to fill in as the leader role as they do that. Um, I think if it isn't him, it's definitely going to be along the lines of a, what would you call it, um, Mark Specter, um, Moon Knight being the leader of that character, but I can see him and Blade sort of filling in as this like this duo combo type of situation that meet these other, um, mystical extra dimensional characters, such as a Ghost Rider, such as a Mordo, such as a uh, maybe um, Mother Grimm, or is it Mother Grimm or Sister Grimm? I think it's Sister Grimm from The Runaways, Nico Minoru, all those other characters, and having them come together to form the Midnight Suns team within the MCU. Um, another thing that we're I'm gonna talk about in just a moment as far as magic stuff is the Coven of Chaos. I think that's gonna be interesting. Um Ironheart. I don't know what to expect from this Ironheart TV show. If I'm being absolutely honest, there are two things that I have to theorize about this Ironheart TV series. The Ironheart TV series is gonna touch on the company side of things. I may even expect to see what's gonna happen um as far as what's going on with Happy Hogan. Um, with uh pepper Potts, with uh Stark Enterprises, or maybe even other companies, such as something along the lines of maybe a Osborne Corp, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe something like that. Get an Osborne cameo real quick. I mean, it is a black led, female led T V show, you know. We could get a black Harry Osborne just show up to MIT real quick, like like Kevin. 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 Are you are you listening? Uh black 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 Harry Osborne you, you you got him in the freshman year can we can we get him in the in, in in Ironheart make a cameo real quick I don't know yet also hold on hold on hold the phone hold the phone I just remember this I just remember this I just remembered this hold on give me just a moment Hamilton cuz I do not know this boy's name to save my life no 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 anthony ramos anthony ramos was announced to be a member of the Ironheart cast some months back he was said to be in the cast anthony ramos series on disney plus exclusive high star has entered the mcu sources tell deadline that he is set for what does it say He is set for a key role in Marvel's Ironheart series. Why do I say that? Why do I say that? Because Anthony Ramos looks like he could be Black, but also looks like he'd be something else as well too. So, what if he's the MCU equivalent to Harry Osborn? What if he's Harry's? What if he's Harry Osborn in the MCU? Given that he could go to MIT alongside the likes of a Peter Parker and a, uh, and a Riri Williams in the MCU, we could be seeing. I think Anthony. Is Anthony Ramos playing freaking Harry Osborn? Like, come on, like guys, for like for real, like hear me, hear me out for a second here. Is Anthony Ramos playing Harry Osborn? I don't know how I feel about that right now. This re-reveals. Oh, okay, okay. Also, um, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Which is, where in the world, where in the world did they find Dominique Thorne? Like, like I have, uh, I can't, I can't be the only person that saw that Wakanda Forever trailer and and had and not after the first time watching it, but maybe that second or third time watching that trailer. You watch that trailer and you see Sherry dap up Reba and you like, you stop. you like, hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wakanda got cake? Hold on. Wait. Since when? When did Wakanda get? I mean like don't get me wrong like Nakia is bad and whatever. Koye too. I mean she's she kind of bad but like when did they get cake like that? Hold on. Dom, yeah, Dominique. oh, listen, the MCU, this is a whole other conversation that I'm saving for that phase four video, because that's where I want to go with that, but the MCU has been doing a really good job of adding some really good casting, and story, and actual, like, well-developed stories for some female characters, That I'm like, just, like, not only is it, like, man, like, representation on the color part representation on the female part representation on like just having them like a good story they're not like like real cliche or generic or whatever but on top of that it's like dang you brought her in the mc dap up my nigga kevin real quick you know what i'm saying like hey solid work but at the end of the day uh amani uh v she got my name Imani, you you have my heart and soul. Like, okay, yeah, like I might I might take a double look. I might take it. I have been saying her name wrong this entire time, and I feel so bad. Iman Villani. Iman Velani, Iman, you, you got my heart and soul. Like, yes, I might. I you may have to take my phone. You may have to make sure that I'm not following Dominique Thorne, which I probably won't if we going in a relationship. But at the same time. You, I'm just going to leave you as my home screen. That's all I'm going to do. So, every time I'm looking at that, that I'm just going to be like, you know what? Let me just stare at my phone. Remember what I got at home waiting on me. Yeah. Um, yeah, Iman, please hit me up. Like, like, please. Like, do I need to get WhatsApp? Do Do I need to get WhatsApp? Because I, I will download WhatsApp. I will download that if I have to. Um... Yeah, something else that I'm interested in is as far as this, of this Ironheart series is whether or not this is going to be a cross between that and the Armor War series. Because we haven't heard anything about Don Cheeto's Armor War series. They announced it, they never gave us a date about it. I swear on everything I love, if Don Cheeto does not get an actual story development, Because I swear on everything, I can't even, I was not going to use this word, but like, he literally is. If this nigga don't get actual character development in the MCU, I swear on God, on God. And it's the perfect storyline to do it. Because, yes, you could do it with Pepper. Yes, you could do it with Morgan. Yes, you could do it with. Um, with with happy, but who is the one person since OG day one, 2008, been saying, "Hey, yo, Tony, like, bro, you a genius billionaire, your mind, you brilliant, bro." But this whole Iron Man thing, bro, we need to get on top of this and stay ahead of it because if somebody else, not like you or less responsible than you, which is really hard to do, gets their hands on this tech, we got problems. Which is the whole concept of Iron Man 2 um i not iron man 3 per se um iron man 2 uh age of ultron civil war the soviet accords and then moving forward could be the plot for the the iron heart series this armor war series could be melded in they could have said man we don't really know where we're going to get the chance to fit in the armor wars series within what we have going for the mcu moving forward so why don't we meld in don cheeto's character have him be a mentor figure at a certain extent to dominique Thorne's riri williams and have those two kind of go back and forth maybe he's even actively investigating her or trying to protect her from the d the dodc the department of damage control because you know they listen they see young folks with superpowers as like i remember this shout outs to ace vein bro for this one skit uh with uh rocky and bullwinkle bro when the cops was pulling up it's like bro we're gonna go in there we're gonna shoot anything that's moving it's like sir they don't have any weapons if they have hands they have weapons if they have hands they are armed that's it that's all that's how they see people with powers especially young individuals they saw two muslim teenagers and said oh yeah yeah, we got to go ahead and just light up the whole block. Bring in everything, special forces, all that. Light up the whole block. Two Muslim kid, two Muslim teenagers with superpowers. Light it up, boys. Light it up. Well, is she Muslim? She is Muslim. But her technical, technical race is Pakistan, Pakistani. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong about that, because I I don't like to be uh, technically incorrect about those types of things, because I would hate for somebody to to look at me and say, oh, you must be Jamaican. What? 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 What says what to me says that I'm from Jamaica, bro? Come on. Come on. Um, Yeah. That all being said, in contrast to that, a young black girl, a young genius black girl with Iron Man's tech. And, you know, she's going to get her hands on some nanotech. She's she's about to go. Uh, uh, what is it? Sit up in Wakanda, uh, during they movie. So she, what is it? They finna see. They'd be like a young nigga with nanotech and star tech. Somebody send the DoDC off at this nigga. Just like, like yeah. So Don Cheeto being there either to protect her or to investigate her on behalf of the DoDC because he has a certain amount of history with Iron Man tech. This could move forward into the future. This could also introduce other characters such as maybe the Living Laser or an extremist character or something along the lines of maybe like a Um I forget what Homeboy's name is. He's like Obadiah Stane's son or something something like that or something like that. Um those characters are all one of those characters or something along those characters or something along the lines of those characters is in the MCU and that's who they're after. But then they come across Rory Williams thinking that this character is the person that they're after in X, Y, and Z, you know, the the Marvel shenanigans, X, Y, all that's going to happen. But Dominic Thorne uh, playing this character, I'm very interested to see what she'll do. I'm very interested to see whether, how she's going to be inclusive into the um, legacy, because Ironheart at a certain extent is the, Ironheart pretty much is the closest thing that we have to a Marvel Iron Man legacy character. Marvel doesn't do as well with that, Marvel, DC is very upfront about it, like, you got a Superman, Superboy, you got a Batman, you got a Robin, you got a Flash, you got a Kid Flash, you got an Aquaman, you got an Aqualad, like, that's it, that's all, they. and then all of those characters that I just named at one point or another in the comic books have all taken on the mantle of taking up their... Their mentors or their parents' identity as the Superman, the Flash, the Batman, the um, Aquaman at one given point or another throughout comic book history. So